We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. I heard him come across my face. I slurped that come and swallowed it right pace. Did you make that up on the spot? Oh yeah, of course. What? I didn't even plan that I was going to do that. That was genius. I I just shout out to all the gentle listeners who wrote to us to say. That we tapped into their inner Janos Cat Perry last week. Uh, yeah. When I, what was yeah. the topic last week? I don't. It wasn't last week. It was like. Two what weeks. was the topic six months ago? <laughs> where I had several Janos Cat Perry songs. Oh, and I was gonna get like in the hollow of my hand. In the, in the hollow of, of my hand. Okay. Which you did like a year ago. Do as a rap. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no recollection of that. But anyway, shout out to the GLs, the gentle listeners. Yeah. Who who came on that Janos Cat journey with me? Came literally they, all over themselves. They they heard the callings of they, Janice Cat Perry. They heard him come, and they knew every lyric. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I had this experience with my daughter the other day. Hi, welcome. This is a podcast. We call it Hot Drinks. You listen to it. My name is Brother Coffee, Jack Coffee. It sounds like jacking off, or like coffee, or like Jack Mormon. It's got a lot of interpretations. So many. What's your name? Latter Day Twain. So I was with my daughter in the car, and for some reason we started talking about Dave Matthews Band. Do you remember that? Yeah, unfortunately. But they were the they were the fucking shit to me when I was in high school. Like I thought they closeted gay man. Probably. Anyway, I problem knew every single word to every single song. Yeah, that was safe music for. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? Like music is a weird thing that like. Like, literally, there were songs, because I just turned on, like, a Dave Matthews band, like, Essentials playlist on Apple Music or whatever. There were songs that I was, like, that would pop up and I'd be like, oh, I have no idea what this is. And then I would sing every single lyric. (laughs) It's wild. Is that all you wanted to say about... You yeah, that's all I want to say about Dave Matthews Band. What about I Walk by Faith? How can we make that dirty? I walk... Wait, how does that one go? What's the tune? I walk by faith, a, a daughter, daughter of heavenly parents. Divine am I it's, it's already weird because it's singing about your parents. Oh, so it's, I know. So if you're like, divine, I'm a big fat slut with a cunt. <laughs> Wait, and it, no. It's weird because you okay. just sang about your parents. <clears throat> but faith rhymes with face, so... Come on, my, my face. face. I walk I with heavenly parents. <laughs> See, it just it falls apart. <laughs> Come on, my face. face. A you daughter of dirty. slutty parents. No, See, no, no, forget the parents. Want, I know, but parents is the only. What's a word that can replace parents? Did you say a daughter of slutty parents? <laughs> yes. But parents is the line that makes well, the most sense in that. Forget it. Okay. Come on, my face. <laughs> when you are See, it doesn't work. on me. No, unless you say parents, it doesn't work. No, it does. Come on, my face. Be quiet so we don't wake up my parents. Okay, okay. <laughs> Divine is your finger, finger in, in my, my coochie hole. I don't know. I don't know. 
Is that hot? <laughs> Divine is your finger in my coochie hole. That's lazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By the way, the other day I sent to our group text, which we bring up a lot, which we bring up a lot on this podcast. We really should make a Patreon tier that's like $100 you get to be in the group text. <laughs> Have I said that before? No, but that's a brilliant idea. Oh but then God. I feel like we'd have to pay the other people in the group text. Anyway, oh. So I shared a Assholes. funny tweet where, where um, oh, oh my gosh, my brain stopped working. Oh Bruce, oh I mean, God, wait, Caitlyn Jenner was married to... <clears throat> Who is Caitlyn Jenner? The Bruce, car- Bruce. No, Bruce Caitlyn. No, quit. Um, You're dead naming Caitlyn Jenner. She was oh, married right. to... To Kylie Jenner. No. no. <laughs> to Kardashian. The Kardashian. Yeah. The mom of the Kardashians. Right. What's her name? Uh, anyway, someone was Jeanette. interviewing that mom. Someone was interviewing <laughs> Jeanette Kardashian. <laughs> and she said, I don't remember <clears throat> Bruce ever... I'm, I, I'm, I can't believe I've said... I feel like we need to start this segment over. Yeah. We've had some Negroni some spagliados with, with Prosecco. Prosecco. Um, so she said, I don't ever remember Caitlin being disgusted by having sex with me, but she did recall one time <laughs> that Caitlin booed at her vagina. <laughs> and I sent that to the group text. <clears throat> yeah. And Cindy said, that's really inappropriate. That's shameful. That's really inappropriate. Yeah. So anyway. <sighs> well, that, that was not even a funny joke. Right. And in that joke, I dead named a trans person Come 72 times. Come on my face <laughs> when, when you are sitting upon me. Don't wake up my me. parents. Oh, yeah, don't. And just be sure you don't wake up my parents. Okay, so this is a podcast. Divine, it feels when you Can are. Can you imagine if someone just turned tuned in? And they were like, wow, these people have dead named a trans Put person your 72 finger times. in my butthole and you can have some of my inheritance. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting there. Um, all right, so this is a podcast <laughs> that we do. <coughs> Sister Twain has been at my house for seven hours. <coughs> She's not coughed a single time. <coughs> Until we started recording this yeah, podcast. I hate it so much. I, know, you yeah, it's to, like, it's like this, I think it's this couch. You need to get a therapist. No, because we've been sitting on this couch for like an hour. I did start before coughing when I started sitting on the couch. No, you didn't. You didn't realize it because we weren't recording. Okay, well, let's... Next week we'll record sitting <laughs> in my bed. And we'll see what happens. Um, we have so, done that. I know. So welcome to the podcast. We have had... Face. You have had one quarter of a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco. Yeah, I gotta pace it. I, I gotta leap it. I have it. had two full Negroni Spagliatos with Prosecco, and now I'm having an Aperol Spritz. And it's so lovely. Here's the thing about Prosecco, though. Tell me. When you open the bottle, you gotta, you're gotta you committed. You gotta drink that oh, whole bottle. Yeah. You can't drink that Prosecco tomorrow. <clears throat> it's not yeah. gonna be any good. No, you can't do it. So, <clears throat> anyway, so we're here, we're queer, we're recording. Let's, for people just tuning in, let's, let's really... Get into it. You are a tall gay man. <laughs> that, the people listening were like, who is that man talking? Well, it's a tall gay man is what you should know. I am a heteroromantic woman. Sure. Who has incredible orgasms with the ladies. Um, I mean, it's complicated. Listen, I love having a dick in my vagina. Okay. I love how you were like, let's get into it. This is what we're getting into. <laughs> but 
but also sometimes you want to make out with the ladies. When you have penetrative straight sex, uh-huh. odds are I'm going to orgasm 20% of the time. Would you want to be like pegged by a straight lady or is like the, is like a rubber, not by a straight lady, well, or by a straight lady, if you were being pegged by a lady... Is that hot or is the fact that it's like a dill, like a rubber dick? Is, is that like strictly in the asshole? I don't think it has to be. I oh, think okay. it just means being fucked by I would an love- artificial <clears throat> penis. I'm here for all of it. Okay. Okay. So you'd be into that. But so a, a dick in me undulating in by and the out. Way, several times in the last three months, <laughs> I've thought, I've thought, you know, I should just be public about the podcast. I should just talk about it. <laughs> just tell everybody who cares. And then we have these conversations, and then I think, oh, this is why. I want my mother to hear this. A dick in me, and I think, well, I'm in love with this man. Okay. Uh, But if it was a lady with a rubber dick, would you still feel that way, do you think? No, because I'm heteroromantic. Okay, because you need the hard, you need the throbbing, The moral of the story. Is that you're heteroromantic. The moral of the story is, orgasm does not love make. Wait, okay. (laughs) Orgasm. Uh Uh-huh. And being in love uh-huh. have nothing to do with each other. Great. That was a great moral. Anyway, <laughs> we have a segment we like to do on this show. It's called Comings and Blowings. Yeah. They're just the ins and outs in our lives. <coughs> the comings and the blowings, if you will. If you will. What What's on your list this week? What's coming and blowing in your life? So there's something called medium COVID. Okay, great. And um, the Atlantic wrote about it. Um, some I love pe- when we quote an article. Some people have long COVID. Sure. I've wondered if I have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have symptoms that aren't debilitating. Uh-huh. But one of them is irritable larynx syndrome, sure. which I did not have until I had a very mysterious illness in December right of 20... Right before we knew what COVID... Yeah, that that's I was true. in New York. That's before we knew what COVID <clears throat> was. Yeah. Right. I did not have irritable larynx syndrome until then. Okay. Um... But I'm also perimenopausal, and some of those symptoms are very similar to long COVID. I love that the menopause comes up on every episode. Every, well, it's part of my life. By the way, look at my cat looking out the window and judging us. Oh, I don't think she is. I think she's wanting to get the fuck away from yeah, us. Yeah, she's full of judgment. So anyway, medium COVID. I haven't read the article yet, but I bet I have it. <laughs> this is the epitome. This is like hot drinks distilled down to... Uh, Here's an article that I heard of. I don't know what it says, but I'm pretty sure I have it. Yeah. With Prosecco. Yeah. Okay. Well, for my... was Is that all you had to say about median <laughs> yeah. COVID? Okay. So for my slup date... <coughs> oh, yeah. I mean, for my coming, I wanted to give a, a slut date. <coughs> a slup date. Good. A slut date. I don't know. Anyway, sl- an update on me being a slut. A slut, slut, slut up. A slut, slut date. I still don't like I don't it. know. <coughs> because I told everyone face. like a month ago yeah. that I was going to be a slut. I think it's been a couple months, but okay. I have not been a slut yet. <coughs> no, but... But I've become very depressed. Oh, okay. So that's... This is, goes hand in hand. That has You might into, have medium COVID. I might have medium COVID <laughs> or medium depression. So I had this really great goal. I was like going to get in my slut era. I was just going to get out there. Like it was scary, but I didn't care. I was just going to go do it. Yeah. And then I got severely, severely depressed. So anyway, so I'm working with a medical health provider. Do we want to talk about why you think you're depressed? This time. (laughs) (laughs) No, do you know? Well, isn't it work? No. Isn't it late stage capitalism? No, it's, I mean, it's not work, but this depression particularly, and this flies in the face of being a slut, 
But this depression particularly has manifested in just a complete lack of desire to do anything. To do anything. Like usually when I'm depressed, it's very, it's very, I would say like kind of stereotypical. It's sad. It's despondent. I feel lonely. I feel disgusted. You know, it's like very, it's like feelings of sadness and like self-loathing and whatever. Yeah. This depression has not been that at all. Like I really feel mostly fine, but I have zero energy or will to do anything so like going to work has been really difficult because i don't want to get out of bed but also being a slut (laughs) has been difficult because i don't want to i mean it's not even leaving the house it's like i don't even want to like get on the apps and like have the conversations and like set the things up i'm just like oh my god right so anyway that's where the slut date is you are a rare breed of depressed because <clears throat> you still cook for yourself. I do. Your kitchen is well. When nice you come over, it's not clean when you're not here. Here's the thing: if I was depressed, and I have been depressed before, as everyone knows, I don't want people to come over. Yeah, that's true. So how do how are you powering through this? Well, I with do me think over here and my larynx. I do. How, my medium COVID. I do think like <clears throat> I let things really. I think we were talking about this. I was talking about this today with some friends, our group, our group text, oh, but I'm just, oh. I don't want to keep bringing it up. Right. I, I know. It feels awkward. I know. But it's like, expensive. I feel like I have these like long periods of like no activity and not doing anything. And then I have these like bursts of like, I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to clean the kitchen. I'm going to water oh, all the plants. Right. I'm going to clean the yeah. pantry. I'm going to reinstall this light <laughs> switch. And so, so maybe it's ADHD. That's what we're trying to figure out. I did. I put in, I put in timers. I told you. Oh, right. They're beautiful. Right. Um, so that's, so that's what I don't know is like, is this ADHD because I have these like periods of inactivity and then these bursts of like manic, like getting shit done Yeah. or is it depression? We'll never know. Cause I'll never ask a therapist. I know, but you will. You're going to, I'm working on it. You, Yeah. Um, and we won't get into that, but you are, you are in a slut era in regards to your mental health. I'm (laughs) trying to be a slut about my mental health. And we'll get into that as it progresses. I don't think, I think it's too soon. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. Um, any other? Comings and blowings? Um, let's see. Well, I, all I have in the world is $50. Okay. Until next Friday. You don't now, actually, because you gave it to me. I, I gave it, well, I, okay, so my son, Jack... Uh, texted me while we were just now watching an episode of Interview the Vampire right. with Sam Reed and that guy from the Game stuff. of Thrones, yep. Grey Worm. And, um, <clears throat> and he said, uh, can I have $40 so me and his partner can go to Nightmare on 13th? And I was like, oh, Which I- is a haunted house. Yes. For those who don't live in, in Salt Lake. Um, and... <clears throat> I said, I've got $13 in my account, but I've got $50 in cash if you want to come get it at Brother right. Coffee's. And Brother Coffee very right. generously <clears throat> said, let me just send you 50 Apple Pay. This is fascinating content. <laughs> and then you leave me the $50 bill. And, and then I can Venmo Jack. And then Jack and his partner right. can go to Nightmare on right. 13th. What I love about this story is that <laughs> you were like, well, I only have $50 to my name for the next four days. And your child was like, that'll be fine. I'll take that. I'll take that. So I can go to a haunted house. And you're like, here it is. Hope I don't need Vagisil or whatever. 
whatever you might need to buy. Because <laughs> if you need Vagisil, you can't get it. Listen, I put a little bit of gas in my car. Sure. I've got a third of a tank. It's going to get me through. Sure. But no Vagisil. But wait, I bought, I bought my La Barba coffee for my house. Okay. Today, so you're ready to right run. Right before... Yeah, you're, you're I'm letting good. It, we're letting it roll. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna give my kids all my money. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Wow, kids. Okay, I have one more blowing or coming. Right. I just I'll finished decide. the book. I'm glad my mom is oh dead. Oh my god, I can't wait to read it. By Jeanette McCurdy. And guess what? You're gonna tell him. <laughs> so if you don't know, Jeanette McCurdy, I guess was on iCarly. Which I didn't really watch because I'm we're too old for that. Right. And when I and I had heard about this book, her mom died and she wrote a memoir called I'm Glad My Mom Is Dead. And uh-huh. I heard about it and I was like, do I want to read this? I don't know. I started listening to it. I was like, do I care about this? I didn't watch the show. I don't know who this actress is. And then. And then. I found out they were Mormon. Yeah. They are Mormon. Goddamn. And let me tell you, the Mormon fuckery that goes on in that book, the fucked up Mormon fuckery. <sighs> yeah. The, like, abuse and the perfectionism Uh and the lying and the shame and the guilt and the... Anyway, it's fascinating. And then it takes a twist, as all Mormon stories do. Right. But... Where everyone's, the, where everyone's a horrible person. <laughs> where even the most horrible people are more horrible it would underneath. turn out to be more horrible underneath. Be. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> I listened to the audiobook. Jeanette McCurdy reads it. She's a really, I think, really smart writer. Because she writes, she writes about these horrible things that happened to her in a very matter-of-fact tone. Kind of how she experienced them, like, as they were happening when she was a child. Uh-huh. And so it's so, it's shocking to hear her describe these things. And as a person not in that you're like what the fuck Uh your mom did what your mom said what yeah but like she's describing it this way of like oh yeah and then my mom said this because that was totally normal in our growing up and you on the outside are going you've got to be fucking kidding me right anyway anyway the moral of the book is mormons ain't shit mormons ain't shit they're all fucked up they've all got their motherfucking secrets and they sit and, and they get to sacrament meeting 15 minutes early so they can sit on the, the fourth pew from the front. Right. And sit in judgment. And and look perfect. And their kid's hair is braided so tight that you know they're in pain. I just want to say, I said a few weeks ago, all your husbands are gay. Yeah. And I just think metaphorically that continues to be it, yes. more and more true. Yes, metaphorically. Like all of your... And literally also. <laughs> yeah. But metaphorically... All those perfect-looking Mormons, have, they got a gay husband have, who's, like, fucking some twinks in the backyard. Yes, like, the like secrets. every goddamn time. The secrets. Anyway. So let's, let me do a little setup for our top five. Do it. Do you have a coming or blowing? Or are no. You done? Okay. I'm done. I talked about medium COVID in detail. <laughs> it was fascinating. <laughs> if you have more thoughts about medium COVID, please write in to P.O. Box 11108, Boston, Boston Mass. Okay, so... There is a TV show on the TV right now. On the TV. Called Interview with the Vampire. Oh, dear God. It's a remake of the book written by Anne Rice in the 80s, probably, right? Early 90s, 80s? Probably 80s, anyway, the movie was in the early 90s. There was a movie in the early 90s. <laughs> Tom Cruise. That, of course, had to kind of dance around the queer... Right. Subtext slash text. It really did dance around. Of inter- Interview with a Vampire. And now that we live in a day and age where that's more acceptable, we <laughs> can tell this story that is a big fucking story about some fucking gay homos. Right. Who want to suck blood and suck dick. <laughs> through all eternity. 
Anyway, it is the motherfucking hottest show on television. My brain cannot process it at times. It is so goddamn hot. Those vampires. Oh, my God. Yeah. The way I would let them drain the blood from my body. and And leave me in a ditch. Please. And I wanted to bring up another example. Okay. There also recently... Maybe I talked about this before. There also recently was a remake of A League of Their Own. I haven't watched it yet. It's so fucking good. Oh. It's, you know, A League of Their Own, the 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 movie from the 90s again with like Madonna and... Gina Davis. Gina Davis and <laughs> Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell, O'Donnell. Tom Hanks. About, uh, about women's baseball leagues in like the 30s and 40s. Yeah, while their husbands were <sighs> off. At war. At war. Yeah. And and I watched an interview where Rosie O'Donnell, when they were Rosie O'Donnell, who is herself queer, when they were filming that movie, was trying to kind of play up the queer elements. And Penny Marshall, who directed it, who shockingly isn't queer, right? Shocking, was like, no, 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 no. We're not. No, we're not going there. Like yeah. these are just ladies playing baseball. Right. And Rosie was like, these are dykes playing baseball. <laughs> anyway, so there has been a re launch of it. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It has Darcy Carden, the hottest woman living if you ask me, a gay man. Oh. Like in, I'm obsessed. Looking it up. Um it has Abby Jacobs from um Broad City. Anyway, oh, yeah. it has a it has and it is very queer and very gay and just delightful and hot. So oh, that yeah. brings us, like Darcy Carden. From The Good Place. From The Good Place. She was Janet on The Good Place. Mm-hmm. But in this show, she's like a vampire. Oh. Siri. Siri. <laughs> in this show, she is like a vampy, sultry, hot lesbian. Oh. And I fucking love her. And there's queer content in it? Oh, it's soups gay. Oh, my God. It's super gay. That's great. And it's a lot about how, like, these women were super queer, but they also had to, like, wear lipstick and, like, wear skirts when they were playing baseball because they didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable because oh. because these women, like, these, this is based on true stories, and the true stories on, it's based on are about a bunch of gay ladies, oh. you know? Anyway, so so that brings us to our top five. Please. Which is? I don't know. What is it? It's <laughs> the top five reboots of shows we would want to watch if they had explicit queer not even subtext, like text. Like overt, overt queer gay shit. gay shit. Yes. So you take an old show, you reboot it, you make it fucking gay. Yes. Tonight on Interview with a Vampire, we're only two episodes. We haven't watched the third episode. But Lestat mm-hmm. took off all his clothes. He did. And he has a, a body adi adi <laughs> and oh got God. in the coffin and told Louis, the other vampire. Yeah. To come get in with him. And he said, you can be on top. <laughs> and I came in my I thought you were, I was like, could you please go upstairs? I, I like. Can we just share play this I, from different rooms? <laughs> anyway, so that's what we're talking about. Take a, a, a story, a movie, a something from our childhood, make it fucking gay, mm. and reboot it. Yeah. Top five. After the break. Don't be mad that this is an ad. Yo, 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 yo. 
So when we sat down to record this and you said, I have something to start. Yeah. That's what you had. This was it. That was it. Okay. You're welcome, baby. So uh, here's the thing about this podcast. It is not free to make. <laughs> it costs a lot of money. Right. And you know what? This sound quality you hear, it's not free. Me, re- <laughs> me clean, reorganizing my coffee table while we record, not free. It's not free. It costs money. For us to sit here and enjoy a be- an adult beverage I have to buy alcohol. those adult beverages. So we can record. Right. Yeah. So... But it will always be free to you, this podcast. Yes. Unless it's not because you sign up for our Patreon. And there we go. And that was a great segue. Right? So it's free. It's always going to be free to you. We're never going to charge this podcast unless you want to pay for it. Right. And if you do, you go to patreon.com slash hot drinks and you get lots of extras. You pay $3, you get something. You pay $5, you get two things. You pay, what is it, $10? $10. 10 you get get three three things. things. $25, Twenty five dollars, four things. things. Fifty dollars, six things. You get secret things. Secret things. But not a handy J. Okay, so that's the end of the ad because it's already kind of long. Yep. Okay, bye. Okay. We're back. Oh shit. I'm exhausted. From the intro. Doesn't it feel like it's 2 a.m.? Yeah, what the hell? It's 9 a.m. We 9, do this every it's year. It's 9 a.m. We're, it's <laughs> 9 p.m. We do this every year. October rolls around and we're like, oh my God, it feels so late as if it's never happened before. Did you know that, oh shit. Did you know that in November, <laughs> November 6th, we fall back okay. with daylight savings. Yeah, yeah, falling back. And then in April, we spring forward. Right. And then we're done. And then that's it. For time and all eternity. Right. We never do it again. I, I, I thought I that and knew it's it to thing. be fact yeah thanks joe Biden. also today is uh-huh. the day that we can apply for student loan forgiveness did you already do it no not yet why was, not because i was busy oh my god well, have, what if you got on and they're like sorry too late i have till december 31st well i would do it today i'm going to jesus okay <laughs> <laughs> i've been busy all right so tonight's tonight's episode is about the... T- we what? already said it. Okay, so... Okay, so number one. <laughs> the top five shows, shows we would watch if they rebooted... Rebooted, rebooted over gay shit. Queer. Okay, go number okay. one. <laughs> Tour of Duty. I don't know what that is. So in the 80s, there was this great series about the Vietnam War. Called Tour of Duty? Uh, called Tour of Duty. Like on CBS? Yeah. Okay. Or NBC or ABC, but we I don't think know. it was CBS. Okay. And I watched it every week religiously. Okay. I thought all those beefy soldiers were so cute. Was there anyone in it we would know? Like any notable names in Tour of Duty? I mean, maybe. I can't remember them. Okay. (laughs) Okay, great. But imagine... Uh Uh-huh. A sexy Vietnam uh, fucking uh, fuck fest. Right. Right. These soldiers, they're over there, you know. They don't want to... They don't want... to worry about we doy so <laughs> so they're fucking so they're fucking each other the they're dust down, of life they're down in the in the here's what we here's the lingo okay they're down in the the crevice wait no it's <laughs> oh my god the trenches yeah and uh feeling lonely it's hot yeah and sweaty yeah 
And uh, are these are these reboots like porn? Is yes. this like produced by men.com? But I mean, are we talking about this is like an HBO prestige drama with with gay right. sex? Yes. Or are we saying like this is produced by like Brands Boys? Oh no, this is prestige HBO okay, Max. Okay, so it's sexy, but it's not like men.com. Right. What's men.com? It's like a gay porn site. Oh, okay. I'm not a gay. Man. It's not Sean's Sean Cody. Or anything. What's Sean Cody? It's a gay porn site. It oh. would never be Sean Cody though, because that's very twink centric anyway. But look, all I'm all I need is some hot okay, it's hot, it's sweaty, it's humid. It's Vietnam. Okay. They're in the trenches. They've been in the trenches for hours. <laughs> for hours. There ain't no Viet Cong. They got there at six PM. It is eight PM. Yeah. They are still in the trenches. <laughs> and uh <clears throat> what do you do, you? Chat, you, you, you chat with each other. And you do some handy J's. And wait, I'm not there yet. Oh, I'm Let's sorry. build okay. up to it. Okay. And so they're chatting with each other. And uh, one's like, oh, hey, you got, you got a mosquito on your ear. <laughs> and he's like, oh, could you, could you get it for me? Because he's watching. Because the other guy's watching for right. the Viet Cong. And, <laughs> and so he's like. I'm ashamed of he's this like, work. He's like. This marvelous work in a wonder. <laughs> so and he's like, he's like, I'll get it. Hold still. Don't. don't and I'll, okay, okay, don't I won't touch you. Okay, okay. No, yeah, I, I'm me. glad you said that because I almost did. Because I didn't, we don't need an act And then he, he gets it and he's trying to be gentle because he doesn't want to scare it. And the, the mosquito actually bites him. Right. So in his gentility. <laughs> Which is a word. And his face is just dripping with sweat. Right. It's like a nice lubed up kind of touch. And and right below him is a buidoy. <laughs> oh wait, those No! That's a bastard child! I, I know. <laughs> but that's they they their only crime was being born. Ruined it. All I was gonna say was it makes both of them hard. <laughs> But he has a lubed up face. <laughs> and the then touch, there's a buidoy. The intimacy. Stop with the buidoy. That kills it. That's a boner killer. And so. <laughs> Babies whose crime was being born is a boner killer. So he. <clears throat> I can't believe you guys listened to this. And then he's. <laughs> I want you to, I want you to finish. But I, but I just want to tell the gentle listeners, I want you to finish this episode, and then I want to think about your choices. So, I'm almost done with it, and okay. we can move on. We have so many other shows to reboot. We do. Um, <clears throat> and then it's it's quiet for a minute, because both of them are like, oh shit, I got a boner now. Like that, but like how you talk right. when you're in Vietnam. And... <laughs> God, I can't believe this is number one, and we have to do five more. And then the guy who had the mosquito on him says, I really appreciated that that thing you shared with me about your childhood. Okay. Okay, we're done. You're done. You're done. What's your number one? So my number one, get it together. We are professionals. We are the living reminders of all the things you failed to do. Okay, my number one 
It's going to need some revamping, so don't freak I'm, out. I'm having a hot flash. It's the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, okay. Okay, but they're not going to be brothers, Bo and Luke. <coughs> like, Bo is going to... Is Bo the blonde one? Yeah, and Luke's the dark-haired one. Is sure. that right? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> Rachel's going to write in and correct me. But, um... <laughs> Bo, the dark-haired one, he's like a visiting hired hand to the Duke farm. Right. Because don't, we don't want to do that brother thing. Fuck no. There are plenty of websites if that's your thing. Yeah. But we don't do those. No, we're not about that. Anyway, that show, when I was a child, <laughs> when I was a young, impressionable gay. <laughs> we know. When I was a faggot <laughs> in my early years of development. <laughs> and self-hatred. Bo and Luke motherfucking Duke. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, there is seared into my brain well, Stott and Louis. an episode where they took their shirts off. Because I don't think they did it often. <clears throat> it was the 80s. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, they're seared into my brain is an episode where they took their shirts off. Anyway. And also, <clears throat> can't Daisy Duke get with, like, I don't know, Nell from Little House on the Prairie or something? No. <laughs> Is that in the same? That's a crossover, and no, it's not the same. Crossover. That's probably her great grandmother or something. That's true. That's true. But anyway, (laughs) Daisy Duke should be with a hot chick. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh God, yeah. But I literally don't think there was a single other woman on that show, so it would have to be a new character. (laughs) I can. Can you think of another woman that was on the Dukes of Hazard? No. Nope. Bo, Luke, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Yeah. Boss Hogg. Daisy Duke. Who are the same person in my head. No, Boss Hogg is the guy in the white suit. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Is the guy in the white suit. No, is the is the deputy that has the bloodhound. Wears a white suit. That's his friend. Anyway, that's so that's his friend. Just, just Bo and Luke Duke. And then what do they do? Rimming in the barn. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm not going to describe. That oh, was awkward. we're not going to have a moment? No, that was awkward when the ears and the buds. <laughs> Let everyone go on a journey with themselves. Oh, okay. They're rimming in the barn or something. Okay, we don't great, know. great. It's an HBO prestige drama, so rimming is allowed. Okay. So. But if you don't go into the detail of the moment, it's not an HBO prestige no, drama. No, but that's awkward. Um, I just want everyone to have their own fantasy. I think that your discomfort, it, you're projecting onto the GLs. The gentle listeners? Yeah. What's well, your number two? My number two <clears throat> is Silver Spoons. It's in the name. Okay. Silver Spoons was in the early to mid-80s. First of all, everyone's 18. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Well, of course. Every character's in the but, college. But it's like the college years. It's okay if you're, they're both teenagers. Okay. Okay. Played by 25-year-olds. <clears throat> well, of course. Right. So, uh, Rick, not Rick Springfield. Rick, uh, Rick <laughs> what's his name? Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. Is 25. Playing a... Playing a 21 uh, A senior in high school. Let's say that. Okay. God. This is very awkward. You're such a prude. And who was his best friend on the show? Jason motherfucking Bateman. <gasps> Remember that? Oh, God. Yeah. Have I talked about the Jason Bateman Entertainment Weekly cover on this podcast before? You mean Justin Bateman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have. Come on. Come on. <laughs> there was an Entertainment Weekly. When? I think it was when... I think it was during the Arrested <clears throat> Development years. Oh, okay. Where... Justin Bateman. He's in the trenches. Where Jason Bateman he's got a mis- was on the cover. Uh-huh. And there and he's in a swimsuit and there was like a picture what? where he was like pouring lemonade into his swimsuit. I can't even tell you Are how many you erotic fantasies I had about that. Me? I'll find it when we're on a break. Please do. Let's but put anyway, it on our Instagram. I'll just account. be Googling Justin Bateman, mm-hmm. brother of Justine, swimsuit. <laughs> 
No, like, <clears throat> I can't even and tell you. And was Justine on Facts of Life or... Yeah, no, she was on um, Silver... Family uh, Ties. Family Ties. Okay, because yeah. there's... there's a, Okay, anyway. Anyway. Okay. Um, so Justin <clears throat> Bateman and Rick Schroeder. Yeah. So they're, so they're in Ricky Schroeder's bedroom. But they're 25. Sure. <laughs> we've, got, we've got that covered. Um, Both of those men grew up to be incredibly hot yeah, men. It was so dumb. Like Rick Schroeder could punch and me in the face. And was he Mormon? Was that legend? Nah, I think that, I mean, I don't know. It could have <clears throat> been, that could have been a Mormon legend, but he could punch me in the face. Yeah. Didn't he show his ass on um, NYPD Blue? Wasn't that a oh, thing? I, didn't everybody? Yeah, but that. But I feel like he was one of the first. Oh, anyway. bravo. Anyway, punch me in the face. So, yeah, so um, <clears throat> they're in the bedroom. Oh, God, these reenactments. And, and Jason Bateman is talking about his childhood, uh, his, his home life. It's not great. I don't know if you remember that about the character. It's not great. Parents are splitting. Right, because he's, he's like the kind of poor friend. Well, I don't know if he's poor, maybe poor, but anyway. But he had a kind of a more of a broken home. And, than, and than, Ricky Schroeder says, Jason Bateman, hey, come here. Here we are. And he lays down on the bed. Face to face. And he goes... I don't care about where you came from. A couple of silver spoons. Who your parents are. Hoping to find. I care about you. We're two of a kind. And then Jason Bateman puts his hand on his face. Taking it all. And they kiss. Taking it all together. And that's all. It's just an innocent exploratory kiss. Which is all I was trying to get out with the tour of duty scene. We're gonna. Why do I know that song still? Anyway, okay, that's lovely. I like that. I'd watch that. Okay, great. I'd watch that. My number two. You'd also watch the Tour of Duty reboot. It's true. My number two <laughs> is a a movie that, as a youth, I found extremely erotic. Yes. That I had a lot of thoughts in my head about. Okay. It was the Temple movie. <laughs> Shown inside the Mormon Did Temple. Did you? Who? Oh, what? What? The so Adam? Much. The Satan? Yeah. Or no, both? Adam. Just okay. mostly Adam. So Adam was shirtless the whole movie. He is. But we only showed... It's required. Three inches above the nipple and up. No nips. No nips ever. No. But I tell, I tell <clears throat> you what, I watched every frame, every cutaway, every long shot to see if I could maybe see Adam's nipples or armpit hair. I found both Adams very hot. Yeah. I think I found the... Wasn't it one brown hair and one was like blonder? Yeah. And these are the ones that were like made in the 80s. Yeah, because I have not seen the more recent... I haven't either. No, because I have not That our friends were in. That that many of our friends are (laughs) actors in. So I would find those erotic in a different way. Um, Oh my God. Mostly the brown haired Adam. But I I just wanted to see just a glimpse... Yeah. Of armpit hair, a yeah. glimpse of a nip, yeah. like the top brown edge of an areola. That's all I wanted. <laughs> so anyway, in the reboot, right? Satan's just fucking him. Yeah, and Eve is is just eat, sitting and watching and eating an just apple. Just eating an apple, yeah. right? Yeah, because the and the one Temple out. movie does not pass the Bechdel test. There is no other woman for Eve to talk to. <laughs> but maybe Adam is getting Eiffel Towered by Peter oh. and James. God, that's brilliant. You know? And then John's eating. Do Elohim and Jehovah get in on this at all, or is that not hot? They're just, I mean, because they're not hot. Those wigs are terrible. The wigs are terrible. I think when I dress as Elohim for Halloween, Mm -hmm. it will be hot. Yeah, because I will be in a gold speedo. Yeah, but in the temple, no, I don't think they're hot. No, you're right. Like Jesus can be very hot. Yeah, 
if we if that's the route we want to go. But um, but not in that bad robe and that bad wig. No. Anyway, that's my number two, the Temple movie. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. What's your number three? Breaking Bad. Okay. So we've got Walter White. We've yes. got Jesse Pinkman. Yes. They're in that RV. We've got the the <clears throat> brother-in-law who's the cop, the bald guy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Arr. Rough. Rough and tumble. Arr. Okay. Well, look. They're in the RV. Right. And it breaks down all the time. It does. And instead of like going to separate corners of the RV and stewing, which is what they do, they should just... Fuck it up. <laughs> into that so they're sitting and they're talking <laughs> sometimes i think these horny episodes are the worst because <laughs> it's just me being horny <laughs> on main wait did i write down six? Oh, i 100 percent wrote down six okay we're gonna eliminate that one <clears throat> but you know just throw in one episode where they explore each other's bodies, bodies or just their lips who's the top and who's the bottom Oh, God. Which would be hotter? I think it's hotter if Jesse's the top. Wait. Nope. <laughs> I Nope. I stick by that. You, th- you think so? I think so. For me, it's it's Walt. Okay. As the top. Yeah. And Jesse's the <clears throat> dirty, dirty bottom. And then maybe we flash to two seasons later. They don't talk about it, right? After it happens. No. Like, no, no, no. And no. they look at each other and Walt goes, we are not <laughs> discussing this. Do you hear me? And he says it like, you know, I was in character. I hate us. And, and Jesse Pinkman goes, yeah, 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 sir, Mr. Mr. White. That's fine. That's great. Two seasons later. You should use this for your audition for grad school. They're in, <laughs> they're in the big laboratory that Gus right, brings. Right, yep, uh-huh. And they're having one of their bad moments. They have a lot of them. Uh-huh. And, uh. Jesse goes, Mr. White, and he touches his shoulder, and he's like, it's going to be okay. And then they make out, and this time, Walt's like, Jesse, fuck me. (laughs) My name is Ashley Twaint, and I am auditioning for the MFA program, and I'll be performing a monologue from a fan fiction version of Breaking Bad that I have written between Walter and Jesse, and I'll be playing both characters. You're Mr. Gonna, White, are you sure? You're going to get in. Jesse, shut up and do it. You're going to get in. You're going to get in. Okay, so my number three. My number three was going to be Smallville, but I wrote six, so we're eliminating Smallville. But that one's obvious. I mean, oh, Like, yeah. how many times did I metaphorically like jerk Luther off to that show? And, yeah. And, and, and Superman being, like, tied up in the cornfield with a shirt off and the S on it? Anyway, Every that episode. Entertainment Weekly cover. Yeah. So you probably have mosquitoes, honestly. Yes. So... My number three <clears throat> yeah, is tr- one of my true gay awakenings. Okay. It was Moulin Rouge <laughs> when Ewan McGregor sang oh. my, our song, my song. That What's that song called? Oh, song. my God. Your song. Like, okay. that was, I will, I tell, I shit you not. Yeah. That was the moment where I wasn't just horny for men that was the moment where i like fell in love with a man yeah like i was like i want to spend every waking moment of my life with this with man you and McGregor. with you and mcgregor singing exact same oh, experience Jesus with you and mcgregor in that movie and here's the thing too what he's got a horse cock yeah like just knocking knees yeah 
Whew. Anyway, so a little sexy revamp, <laughs> queer revamp. Mm-hmm. I think we still have Satine because she's still a key character. Oh, yeah. But maybe, maybe um, he falls in love with like <clears throat> her like dresser or something who is a beautiful, you know, young man or something who works in the ah, theater. Okay. And then Satine is like trying to protect them kind right. of thing. Right. But they're, or maybe. And, and they're putting on the ruse that they're together. Yes, to protect, because if the Duke knows right. about the, Duke. the queer love affair right. between... It's all over. Oh, God. God damn it, I would watch that movie yeah. so many times. Um, oh, you and anyway, McGregor and Moulin Rouge, ain't nothing better. I saw that movie a hundred times same. in the theater. Same, 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 same. And I just... <laughs> I didn't have the words to express... How you and McGregor singing those songs made me feel exactly. Oh, same. Did you weep? I don't know if I wept because I think I was so compartmentalized at the time. But like, I was so in love with him, and it wasn't even like. I mean, I've always been kind of like sexually attracted to you and McGregor because I think he's very hot and he has a big penis. But <laughs> in that movie, it <clears throat> wasn't sexual. It was like I just wanted him to like take care of me. Yeah. <laughs> and like old me. Right. right. And that was, uh, that is one of my first queer experiences where it wasn't about just being horny for like a naked guy. It right. was about like, I am in love with this it man. It was about intimacy anyway. and connection. Right. And just like Satan wanted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Should we take a break for Let's, us? or just end the episode. We could just <laughs> wrap it up. No, let's take a break. I and then we'll come back. finish the tour of duty. For four and five. Okay. And we're back. Oh, okay. You know what I always think about when we record episodes like this? What's that? No one can hear you because I'm too far away. Um, <clears throat> do you remember when long ago, one of our early, earlier episodes was the top five things we'd have in our porno? Oh, yeah. And I, I remember one of mine was Republican or like Democratic women dressing down Republican men. Anyway, <laughs> someone wrote a review, uh, wrote a review, yeah. so offended by that episode right. and said that we thought we were so cool. Right. Anyway, that's what I always think about when we're like horny on Maine like this. <laughs> <clears throat> that people think we're so cool. <clears throat> we think we're so cool. Anyway, what's your number four? Well, it's the sixth sense. Okay. <laughs> I did not see that coming. And it's, the secret is Bruce Willis isn't dead. The secret is Bruce Willis is gay. Okay, okay. Is Donnie Wahlberg <clears throat> gay? Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah, he plays the guy at the beginning that kills Bruce Willis. Spoiler alert. Oh, forgot about that. Yeah. That was probably his lover. Okay. <laughs> okay. But at the end of the movie... We don't find out that he's dead. We just see him fucking. <laughs> Great. That's it. Greenlit. Yeah. Greenlit. I know. We're sold. <laughs> That's really all you got? Uh, yes. Okay, great. My number four <laughs> is another <laughs> movie that as a youth I found incredibly homoerotic. <laughs> Um, I got very horny watching it. Every time uh-huh. I watched it, I watched it many, many, many times. Yeah. 
That movie was called On Our Way Home, produced by the LDS Church. <laughs> this is a movie about... Mid-90s, early 90s. Mid to early 90s, about a family who has chosen to get baptized. Yeah. The dad is played by the dad from some... Like, he's like a famous actor. Right. Well, but he was on, like, like something. Hill Street Blues. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> was he the dad? What was that show with the kid named Corky that had Patty Lapone in it? Was he the dad in that? Uh, no. Okay, he was the dad in something else. That was uh, Life Goes On. And he was not the dad in that. No. Okay. Patty Lapone, ladies and gentlemen. Patty Lapone. Patty Lapone. Anyway. Shut up, Patty Lapone. Name that show. Uh, that's uh, me in my internal monologue <laughs> to Patty Lapone when I make bad decisions. Um, Shut up, Patty LaPone. So on our way home, <clears throat> a young family is getting baptized. I believe one of their children was killed by a car, like by a one of their kids had been run over. Oh yeah, and, and that was part of their appeal of Mormonism. Right, was that they, they got to you. be together forever with this child. Yeah, it had friend of the pod, Amy Westerby Swenson, friend as of the, the pod, as the friend. <laughs> Of the non-Mormon girl. Right. Who, who was being encouraged to sleep around and said, I don't know, maybe he's right. Like, maybe I should just sleep around. And Amy Westerby Swenson famously said, maybe he's wrong. In fact, there's no maybe about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And then it had some guy who was, like, probably, like, a model for, like, new skin who was, like, the brother. Yeah. Who was so hot. I guess. Yes. In like a nineties like he had like hair. yeah, floppy skin like parted in the middle. He yeah. wore a tank top. Did he? He played basketball. Oh. Anyway, in the queer reboot, he's fucking. Well <laughs> and that's it. I mean, I don't know. Like there's no other men the whole movie is I mean, maybe he's fucking one of the missionaries. Because like the whole movie is just about his family. Mm-hmm. So not fucking his dad. Like we're not that depraved. Yeah. But there probably are missionaries in it, right? Because they have them, like, read scriptures together. Oh, yeah. I think they were sisters. Are the missionaries hot? Oh, they were sisters. You're right. So in the reboot, they're elders. And he's fucking one of the elders. Oh, my God. Anyway. How many times do you think that's happened? If you're wondering what it's like growing up as a queer Mormon young man, it's being horny about the Temple movie. (laughs) And being horny about on our way on home. On our way home. But I'm like showing investigators on my mission. I'm like, we should watch this movie. And then the whole time I'm like, he looks so good in that tank top. I just wish he'd wrap his arms around my head. Can we pause and talk about the message of, of the title, On Our Way Home? Okay. Like as if just coming to Earth is just a... A, a step along the a way. Step, like yeah. A step, like a passageway. Right. And and it and it minimizes so much of what happens here and makes us dismiss I, so much of what happens. This is unimportant. It is. Okay, yeah. forget it. Okay. Anyway. My number five. No, I was saying this earthly experience is unimportant. Oh. Not what you were saying. Oh, what? <laughs> I was that saying was that's duty. what the movie says. Yeah, yeah. Is that this earthly experience? And that's is why things are swept under the rug, and that's why we have so much trauma. And that's why Jeanette McCurdy had to write that book about she's glad her mom is God dead. God bless her. God bless her, truly. My number five is Anne of Green Gables. Okay. Because okay. listen, they were so close. Who, Anne? Anne and her bosom friend. Oh. What was it? What was her name? McCurdy. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> her best friend. Anne of Green Gables with Megan Follows, who was beautiful redhead, right? I thought Anne was the beautiful redhead. 
Megan Follows is the name of the actress. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Diana Barry. Okay, Diana Barry was her best friend. They were best friends. And um, they're just in open fields by themselves yes. all the time. Yes. Picking flowers. Now, I'm not saying Gilbert Blythe is uninvolved. No. Oh, okay. Okay. But look. Okay. We said a queer reboot. But listen, Anne and and Diana are in love with each other. Right. Okay. I support that. And they're laying in the grass looking up at the clouds. Right. It's not as humid as Vietnam. <laughs> no, one, no one's as sweaty. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you've got some straw in your hair. Okay. And she, I like that. she reaches over. Okay. And strokes, just strokes it out of her hair because okay. it's an excuse to just feel her hair. Right. Is Gilbert there? God, no. Oh, okay. And then she... Because I was thinking, like, she kisses Gilbert and then she kisses that's, the friend. That's and in then, a couple more okay, episodes. that's in season... That's in episode three. Right. And so <clears throat> she just leans over and then digs her fingers into her French braid. Okay. Gently. Just, but, but also pulls But them. But not... No, it's okay, season two. Okay. And, and then they just... Gently touch lips, and then okay. they pull back and look at each other like, hey, is this, are we doing this? Oh my God, are we doing this? And then they go for it. And then finger banging. And, well, I was going to say some touching over the clothes. That's really <laughs> hot when you're young. Okay, I'm, sorry. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. And then, so they're in love, and they say, I love you more than just a friend. You know, that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Next episode, they're in the barn. Okay. Doing stuff. Okay. And they're in love. Just full so on sweet. scissoring. <laughs> was, when I you mean, said doing stuff. Yeah. And Gilbert comes in and he's like, Anne, I've been waiting for you. But then they both fuck Gilbert. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's like a queer, like, They polycule. allow him. It's a polycule. They allow him. Yeah. Halfway through, okay. Oh my God. He's banging one of them from behind. Okay. She looks over her shoulder and she's like, Gilbert, don't get any ideas. This is just a one-time <laughs> thing. This is an HBO prestige drama. <laughs> That's it. Called Anne Fox. <laughs> That's the name of the prestige drama. Okay. Well, I mean, we've really been on a journey and really produced some quality audio content. So my number five to wrap it up. Okay. I didn't want to give all the attention to the gay man because I know I'm a horny gay man. I know. And I want to see the, you know, Bo and Luke Duke, except it's Luke Smith. You want to see Bo and Luke you know, Duke and I, each other. Yeah, and I, you know, and I, yeah, and I Duke want to see Adam and Satan. Right. <laughs> you know, I want to see all those things. So now but I wanted to give a little love to the lesbians. Anna and Diana Berry. And Greg Gables and Diana Berry. <laughs> but no, what I want to see. And now, and, and as, I, as I discuss this, Vietnam. perhaps there already are lesbian undertones in this, and I would have to go back and revisit it. I'll tell you. But The Craft. Oh, I haven't seen it. What? I know. Isn't oh, that weird? I hated movies in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. They're pretty abhorrent. Yeah. But like that movie. It's got the girl from Return to Oz. Yep. Feruza, Feruzka Ball. Feruzka Balt. Feruzka Balt. From Willy Wonka. It's, no. <laughs> it's got uh, Nev Campbell. Nev. And some other girls. Yeah, and some other ones. And they summon 
Paimon? It's not Paimon, because that's from... Uh, that's from... That's from Hereditary. Hereditary. But they summon some demon. <clears throat> Great. God, that's such a good movie. Hereditary. Anyway, they should have all been fucking... No, the girls from the craft. Oh, the girls from the craft. Like, if you're, if you're teenage witches summoning a demon from hell to give you powers, you're fucking. Yeah. Anyway, so that's all. Oh, okay, cool. I don't, I don't have a lot of specifics. I'm not going to act out the lesbian love scene. Right. Because it makes me uncomfortable when you do that. But a it's hot just... lesbian, but like a hot lesbian, the craft. Yeah. Like hot lesbian witches in high school uh-huh. summoning a demon and then like making out. But fucking watch that but that's obviously every day part of the week. Of it. It's yeah. obviously I'd, part yeah. of it. Anyway, wow. Okay, great. We did it. I mean, this has been really one of our best. The thing is, is will, real... will someone email that guy that wrote the review about the porn episode and have him listen to this episode and see if he's changed his mind <laughs> see if he still thinks that we think we're too cool for school my favorite part is that i almost touched you during the tour of duty yeah, explanation like, oh God, you're no. like no nope. i was like no nope. do not act out <laughs> swatting the mosquito from my ear with my homosexual ear do not do it do not do it <laughs> oh my god well listen i just want everybody to know Every time we finish recording, Brother Coffee will push stop Uh and put in the episode number, hits publish, and I leave. Yeah. And you turn on your sad shows. I do. And drink more. And we don't think about it again. We don't. (laughs) So when you message us tomorrow and you will say, it's so funny... When, when you, you called Feruza Balk for Skuska Balk, <laughs> we won't know what you're talking about. You will have to remind us. Say, yeah. remember when you said, because we will never think about no, this again. No, what you need to say is, so last night, you said this. And I thought it was funny. And give us a minute to go, okay, sure. Okay. We're like, we don't believe you, but, <laughs> but continue. So anyway, that's it. Because we're going to get inundated with messages like we I think do. so. I think this is going to be a big messaging episode. <laughs> a big messaging episode. So Because the P.O. Box in Boston, Mass., they've cut us off. It's full. Yeah, they, uh, they will no longer renew. <laughs> so it's all just digital messages. So you can message us on Instagram. That's probably the best place. Okay. Hot drinks is what we call our Instagram. But really what you can do, if you loved this... You should sign up for our Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. <clears throat> you get bonus content. We've even posted some this month. Yes. We're going to post some more. We are. When? Um, I don't know. Tomorrow? Okay. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, I'm free. Oh, it's my kid's birthday. Just kidding. <laughs> the next day? Oh, Wednesday? Okay. Um, sure. Okay. So we'll record some Wednesday, maybe. Uh, October 19th. Okay, great. Sounds like a spooky night. Um. Anyway, and then you give us a little bit of money and you get some extra stuff. Yeah. So. That's the whole idea. That's the whole idea. Pretty so simple. anyway. Um, simple stuff. This has been embarrassing, but also <laughs> lovely. I loved it. I'm so glad. I gotta go. Okay, well, that's the end then. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>